0: What is going on with all you constellations listeners out there in the multiverse? You're listening to the Earth 16 Comics Wire podcast, now listened on the Daily Planet. I am your host Brian from Earth 16, and in this episode, Brandon Rudy and I um speak to Dr. Paul Rashid about his short documentary film, The Comic Collector. You definitely don't want to miss this episode, folks. <laughs> It is Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. I hope that all of you constant listeners are doing awesome. Today is an important day. We are getting a new president in Joe Biden and a new vice president in Kamala Harris. I feel with everything that has gone on this past couple of weeks, we are in a time of division, especially with what happened last year and especially with what happened at the Capitol this year. I'm here on this podcast to let you all know that this is a time i feel that this is a time to come together this is time to work build and dream for a better tomorrow because the thing is we are americans and we are americans first this country is not perfect but it sure is an awesome place to live and it can become even more awesome if we put aside our differences and choose to come and work together we need to show the world that we are that we can be better and we will be better. In the end of the day, I love each and every one of you constant listeners. And again, at the end of the day, we're all Americans. And that's pretty much all I have to say about January the 20th. So having said that, we're going to get into the episode um this episode which um is going to focus on Dr. Rashid the comic collector. Me and my fellow um, my fellow journalist Brandon Rooney, we speak to Dr. Paul Rashid, and he has quite an interesting story, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Dr. Paul Rashid is um, he's a psychiatrist who lives a minimalist lifestyle, and it was with this lifestyle that he was motivated to give up his comic book collection. Now, before he became a psychiatrist, he was a huge comic book um, collector, collected a lot of comic books, including um the spider-man comic um from todd McFarlane, the todd McFarlane era so one day um dr paul rashid decided to give up his decided to go on a mission to give up his comic book collection and it's chronicled in this film called the comic book collector in which shows him giving up his comic book collection to children and in addition to this, he also is creating a comic book adaptation of the film. And you can actually see this whole project on his Kickstarter page. Um, if you type in comic book collector Kickstarter, it should it should pop up. And you'll see all the um you'll you'll see all the information there. But in this podcast, we talk about the comic book collector, uh, the film, and we also talk about just his mission. And of course, we uh, share some really personal stuff. He um, shares some personal stuff about his um, upbringing um, as a comic book fan, and also just basically just his mission in general, and also with how comic books reflect the real world. So it was a really it was a really fun chat. I had fun talking to Paul, Dr. Paul Rashid and you know about his project so without further ado here's the episode on the comic book collector with paul rashid enjoy ladies and gentlemen cast where all comics are celebrated um i'm your host brian from earth 16 and
1: uh hi it's uh bren versus reviews here also from the daily planet um i'm an editor author and i took the trip over the earth 16 tonight
0: Right, and um, for the Daily Planet Earth-16 Comics Wire podcast, we have our guest, um, Dr. Paul Rashid. Um, He is the creator of the Comic Book Collector um, Film and Comic Book. How are you doing today, Paul?
2: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing really good.
0: Doing really well. Um, I actually came across this um, Kickstarter of yours um, where you're doing a documentary film about giving away your comics and also a comic based on that. I think it's really amazing, first of all.
2: Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, I was I was curious how you came on to it. Uh, Did you just find it on the Kickstarter platform?
0: Yeah, basically, I was just searching for, you know, to talk to to find something comic related because I I write I write for the Daily Planet and usually I cover comic books. Um, I try to um, bring comic creators on to chat with them. Me and Brandon usually do that. And I came across this, and as I read into it also in your story about letting go of the comics, I just thought it was really amazing, and I thought, well, maybe we should have this guy on. So
2: <laughs> here we are. And Absolutely. No, thank you for that. Um, yeah, that that's what I was uh, telling uh, one of the people I asked to be in the in the film uh, was Rabbi Yuriki. He's a local comic book collector, and I, I was—I uh, grew up and started collecting comics when I was uh, about... Uh, yeah, eight years old, 1988, Spider-Man by McFarlane had just come out uh, right before the whole image push, and I was working at the comic book store every week, and a regular was Rabbi Eureki. and unfortunately, my hometown, a comic book store, closed years ago, but um, uh, yeah, I, I, re- <laughs> yeah, I, I reconnected <laughs> with Rabbi, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about giving away some comics, and he's like, oh no, Paul, what, what are you talking about? That's like giving away a, a, a child. And, and when he said that, when he that, I knew, I knew there was something to it.
0: Wow, that's a that that's totally amazing. I mean, especially coming from a rabbi too. You know, <laughs> um, you would think that a rabbi would actually, you know, be like, you know, like yes, I agree, give him away though. But <laughs> actually collecting yeah. a that's wow, that that's
2: that's that's a new one for me. Yeah, well, I I was uh, how how it came about is. Um, I, uh, I'm a psychiatrist, and uh, I was working uh, in different com- communities, and I was basically becoming a, a travel doctor. So, like you might have heard of a travel nurse, and uh, I was working in Manhattan in New York City. And uh, after years of kind of living out of my suitcase and just traveling, I, I kind of uh, enjoyed the minimalistic lifestyle and realizing that hey, I can live with uh, w- with a couple of suitcases and a backpack, you know, and and the with today's technology, we can have, um, travel so lightly. And then I just started thinking about every time i go home in between a break, I I'd, I'd check out, you know, the comic room and, and, uh, but I'm just like, you know, I got, I got a huge collection and, uh, wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. And, and this idea struck me, uh, with me and, uh, I was in New York city. This, I actually filmed it in, uh, I came up with the idea in 2017. I was thinking about it and I'd connected with West Western I'm born and raised in West Virginia and, um, came across a, uh, a West Virginia filmmaker, John Matthews. And, uh, we had a few conversations about this idea of, uh, y- you know, yeah, I could sell my comic books or, you know, put them on eBay or, or something. But I, you know, for me, you know, like I said, uh, this, this is a place, your podcast is a place where, where comics are loved and celebrated and, and instead of just selling a, a few books or selling some of the books on eBay or you know for money, I thought, what if I did something kind of cool and, and, and gave them to, to some kids in my community so John liked it, and uh I, I planned the whole uh giveaway and I thought who I could uh you know include back home and uh again, I thought, well, I got to connect with Rabbi Yuriki, who uh, would always come in and uh uh the comic book store growing up and you know we talked and had coffee and and he loved the idea and you know he told me about how when he um helps um educate his uh children that are growing up in in his temple uh he it gives them incentives of comic books when they do their their scripture reading and i thought that was so cool and uh and and then along the way uh i I met up with a uh uh, the manager of a community center for uh, high risk youth, um, uh, where kids go after school for, uh, until they go home in the evenings. And, um, I got with the manager and, uh, I told her about the giveaway and and she, she just loved the idea of me giving uh, some comics away to the kids there and, uh, ended up getting a news crew who filmed some of the, the footage and, uh, to, to promote it uh which was really cool and then there was uh journalist chloe who who uh thought the idea was really cool and we even uh went and watched it back then that's when justice league had just came out so i took her to, to justice league and yeah. and, she came, and, <laughs> and she came to the giveaway and um and and, and and that's that's and then of course I, I, I share the idea with, with my friends and family uh, about you know what I'm doing and, and include them in it and, and give some to my nieces and nephews and and, uh, and we got it all on film and uh, submitted to some film festivals and it got uh, a best shorts award of recognition you know so uh, it was it was a very fun project. Well, that's really amazing, and
0: you know, especially you know, like with how the rabbi would like you know motivate kids to like you know learn scripture by you know promising promising them a comic and all that, and how <laughs> you were inspired by that. That's just amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That was a good one. And and there actually, um, I have some of those clips. Not not everything made it into the the film, which is, it's about thirty minutes, right? Right at thirty minutes, but um, on YouTube. I have the the trailer, about a minute long trailer, and I have like a behind the scenes with Rabbi Yuriki, uh as a kind of extra bonus clip uh, footage where you get to go in his comic room and he's showing and telling the kids uh, about about his uh, his little dungeon too. So it's uh, uh, again, there's, there's a lot of similarities <laughs> that, that we all share, right? No, yeah,
1: I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I grew up on comic books and stuff. My dad's been collecting since he was a kid. No, oh, my dad. Wow. Yeah, my dad turns fifty six this year. He was born in sixty five and he has Batman one eighty one through six hundred in plastic and he still isn't oh, sold. Oh them wow.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well well that's just it. And, uh, <laughs> it is it, to have such a run like that. Um and i and, yeah, I mean, you got some classic classic issues there. Yeah.
0: Well, I was going to ask you, too, like, what was the comic book shop that closed down that you used to go to? What was sure. It
2: called? Sure. It was called Comic World. And it was in uh, the west side of Charleston, West Virginia. And um, uh, I started working. I was in junior high and uh, I would go in on the weekends and uh, and, you know, I'd organize the, the books and uh, uh, help with. Uh, and then on the summertime, I I'd, at that time, comic book day was uh, Wednesday. and um, is it still wednesday or tuesday it pretty much yeah pretty much it still is every wednesday is um wednesday? sometimes
0: there's some issues that do come out on tuesday but yeah, definitely yeah. you know it's every wednesday
2: yeah so so yeah on, on summers I'd, I'd, I'd go uh wednesday and we'd, we'd do the poll list and write everyone's name on the bags and um and 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 and, and, and of course just share uh fun stories and interactions with fans of uh, of all ages that would come in uh, to the, you know, store, people uh, debating different uh, character, who would win this character versus this character. And, you know, you'd see some pretty cool people coming in with tattoos of characters, or they'd be looking for a book to get, you know, this is, again, I, I was working there in grade, uh what's see, junior high and high school back in the 90s. You know, before internet, you couldn't just pull up a picture of, uh, of any character. So, you know, they tried to go and get the, the actual print of a book so that they could, you know, I get it or trying to find a key issue or whatever.
1: <laughs> now, funny like you say that and stuff and I think that's really awesome and as somebody who like did psychology at like community college and I'm going for like a bachelor's in English right now and my column on Daily Planet is very like comic book reviews, uh editorials. Um I wrote like an editorial about Miles Morales that got quoted by Marvel Games. Uh, I wrote um uh, I wrote an opinion piece, and editorial about uh, the psychosis of Bruce Wayne from Mask of the Phantasm and BBS. And you, <laughs> say, and you said you are um, a psychiatrist and something yeah. Do you feel like comic books really expand on how fragile the human mind is, but how we can really find potential from these fictional characters?
2: Oh, absolutely. And and, and, and I actually explore that a little bit in the documentary. Um, I mean... I, I look at—we'll uh, we'll just talk about superhero genre um, specifically, but, you know, it, it's very much modern-day uh, myths. And, and I do look a lot a lot of parallels to uh, Greco-Roman mythology, and um, there's something just very human uh, about uh, these, godlike, you know, these godlike and uh, powerful beings that also have human flaws— and and the more I think about it, uh, the more I think it really does relate to, to us human beings. Not only from the flaws, and of course so, some reasons why a lot of the the Marvel, the Stanley Marvel characters are so popular because uh, they're not all invincible. They they uh, the characters are real people, and deal with things that resonate with the reader. But also we do have strengths and. You put in 10,000 hours, <laughs> or some people just are more intuitive than others in different aspects of life. And that is a super uh, power. That is, and that's something you can tap into to go into the flow state, to go into a meta state, to create something, uh, to overcome something, to heal oneself. Um, absolutely.
1: That was oh, that's awesome a, to
2: say that. Yeah, it's
0: really awesome. And um, I would say I was gonna ask too. Like, what was like um that one um comic character that you resonated with? Um, what's what was that one comic character you could relate to? Sure. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, growing up, I I, I did love uh, Spider Man. Was was my character. Uh, more uh, as I grew up, I, I really loved the the darker night uh, tales, of the Batman. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Just. Uh, a, 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 yeah. Very dark character charged by trauma, uh, but yet resilient, but also with some severe personality, uh, issues. And then, and then of course, um, I, I also loved a lot of the kind of film noir, uh, genres and like the, uh, the Frank Miller Sin City and, and things like that. And of course, it, it, I also am a huge film guy, obviously. Um, I, uh, uh, back in the late '90s, uh, I, I would make uh, these uh, little short videos on. Basically, I'd record on this with my buddies on these, you know, old uh, camcorders, and we'd edit video VCR to VCR using a, a mixer for audio. And you know, before all this technology, and, um, and and I, you know, was influenced a lot by the independent films of Pulp Fiction and Clerks and Swingers, things like that. And. Uh, there's just something about you know film characters and, um, and and the whole pop culture, and then and then the explosion in the late '90s into today with the popularity of you know comics being more of a, a cult thing and then really being uh, mainstream and and just loved by people of all ages, and that, and that's what I think so beautiful about it
0: it's so funny that you brought that up too because like I remember you know I read a book from about Will Eisner and it was like a pretty much an autobiography and it brought up um you know because you're a psychiatrist it brought up also um Wortham I think it, I forgot his name though but mm-hmm. it was like he's like this Austrian psychiatrist or something like that who's who who claimed that comic books made kids into delinquents they made them to degenerates and all that stuff. I mean, as a psychiatrist, right. how would you view that? Like, how would you refute that? I mean, especially since you created comics or right. know, de- collected comics,
2: excuse me. No, absolutely. You know, I think that it was uh, a different time. It was that was a, that was about the 1950s, 60s, I believe, because that was right yeah. around that EC era. And, um, and, and there was, I think, non scientific links to. You know at that time, the words were delinquency or, or things like that and, and and I just look at it as I mean, look at today's world. we are influenced by our environments. I mean th- there's no doubt about that oh and, yeah and we're as easily influenced by the uh, films we view, the TV we view, the things we the music and audio we listen to, the people we interact with, our community uh, and and yes the, the things we, we read um. I I think it's hard to say that one thing is going to cause some sort of a mental deficit. And and there's a lot, I I mean, I've seen my share of twisted horror films, but you know, thank goodness. uh, We all have a frontal cortex and we can learn uh, morality and and good and and right. And and I know that I don't want to do something. First of all, uh, I've I've definitely uh, exercised this muscle more as I've, grown up and gotten older, but you know, my just my inner compass would not let me do that. And secondly, yeah, I don't want to go to jail or harm anyone. Oh no. Um, and, and I think, you know, but I and 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 I'll take it even that one step further, too, is is you know, one of my messages is just really empowering our ourselves and really I guess in some ways really finding our inner superhero. And you know what, or 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 not even just just being the best you can be. I mean, I'm a physician. I go in every day and I work with patients. And I can, only be my, I can only do the best for the patient if I'm a, 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 at my best. And so I'm, I'm just leading it to my, my diet, my physical activity, my health. And that's a reflection of how I'm going to be performing every day as well. So it, it's just something that I believe in. It, it's that kind of um, constant uh, improvement uh, to better myself. And, uh, and honestly, the, better you, the more you improve yourself, the better you feel, I think
0: yeah totally agree totally agree um yeah because like you know when um i'm a first of all i'm a I, you know like everyone else here i'm a huge comic book fan and like i'll defend comics till the end you know i mean like i'll defend any comic whether it's superhero horror whatever <laughs> you know like i'll i'll i would always defend it because i feel like comics are you know are becoming more of a new form of literature i feel i mean they're it's like what will eisner said too like they are both um they're becoming more of a serious medium as he talks about mature things like yeah, things that actually relate to
2: and and, um, and there there was always that kind of uh perception in the i think for decades in the uk and in england you know that's uh, you know a lot of our british writers um they're it, it really is works of art and then you have um uh it, it really is in our form and 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 that's just growing absolutely
0: I mean, and pretty much you not, you know when you really think about it too like with comics they've they've been everywhere like you know our you know instruction manuals even in the past like you look at the hieroglyphics you look at mm-hmm. the codexes I mean we've always been influenced by comics in some degree I mean we just absolutely didn't know it.
2: I, I love how you you mentioned the uh, the Egyptian hieroglyphs because um I mean it just goes back to, a picture is worth a thousand words, especially a beautiful picture. You know, with, 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 if it's done by one of your favorite artists, um, and, and that brings out emotion. But, 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 like said, even at that most simple level, a picture is a way of. It's another way of communicating. Um, yeah, it's just like you know we communicate through all of our senses: the written word, uh, the auditory word, the the, the visual. Absolutely. And I think I got that from Scott McCloud
0: too. He he, you know, mm-hmm. he was talking about all that, and he just <laughs> explains it really well. It's like, you know, dude, that makes a whole lot of sense.
1: And <laughs> right. you
0: know, people, meanwhile, you know, especially not to you know diss anyone, but the Gen Xers are saying like, "Oh, comics, you know, they, they you know, they, they, you know, like they, they just like rot your mind and all that." You know, mm-hmm. you're always gonna have those opponents. So, but. It's like at some point or another. I mean, they were influenced by it too. They just don't know it. No,
2: absolutely. And 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 just as we said though, it there's so many genres within comic books, or you know, um, it, it it's a visual storytelling. And what is unique among human beings is again is our ability to tell stories, and that's how we transmitted. Uh, really education and knowledge down through millennia was through story and this is a visual form of that and and there's so many different genres so yes maybe uh, you know even if you really think that that horror comic is gonna rot someone's brain there's also so many you know 99% of other things out there that could enrich your mind
0: absolutely I mean it's funny because like reading Walking Dead I learned you know I learned the whole meaning of like coming together Hmm. especially during times of, like, you know, times of this, like, chaos. Like, you know, pretty much what we're going through right now. Times of division. Yeah, exactly. Like, just trying to, you know, trying to, like, you know, overcome division, you know. And, you know, right now we're in a time of division where we should just be coming together.
2: Yeah. Especially since,
0: you know, right now today is Martin Luther King Day, you know, or Martin Luther King's birthday, you know. I mean, the, the guy was telling people to come together. He wasn't, you know, he was trying to, like you know he was trying to stop the division you know that was the last thing we wanted but it ironic is. how it's happening today you know even in this time
2: yeah i i think it is it's it's very ironic that we are uh recording today and and i, I think it's interesting that you bring that up so so the first project that i really my, my first written project i i wrote a book called recovery revolution and that's also on amazon and um it's um it's really a, a non-medication approach to treating mental health. And it's really basis and education of one stuff that they're in control of their own mental and physical health. Um, and at the foundation of it, it's, it's called social therapy or uh, social recovery. And it really is that we are social beings and we, we thrive with interaction and community so uh you you hit that on the head well, and I mean it, it's funny it's funny that you found you, 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 uh, a way that it was per- personified was in of course, the walking dead <laughs> and and it's it's mirroring real times, <laughs> yeah, totally. Ibran, hey, you gonna
0: say something?
1: uh yeah i was just gonna say and stuff like when i read a lot of comics um i noticed like a progression and stuff like when i did a film study class it was like at first movies were like um the conduit of like achieving certain things and then like gaming and then like comics but at the same time though it kind of it's kind of an anagram, so it all kind of puts together like when you're gaming and stuff and like when i wrote in my spider-man editorials like insomniac um age peter up to 23 years old the mcu still has him at 15 they put it like in the mindset and stuff of like you know you're a college student i'm a college student i know what peter's going through i can relate to peter and like when you play miles and stuff just like how Mm. he's a minority you know he's from harlem and stuff not everybody is gonna like see that outlook and stuff but Mm -hmm. like i wrote and i quoted um and Marvel quoted me for this, Miles Morales uh, exemplifies the struggles we all endure as human beings, and mm. it's uh, the powerful commentary that brings us together to call us humanity and oh, the thing, yeah. you, and, the thing <laughs> yeah. you, and the thing you look at it is every comic book character goes through a hero's journey of Joseph Campbell, mm-hmm. but we also emulate that into ourselves, where in your life, you go through that hero's journey also, but you just can't see the signs
2: yeah. I, I think that's wonderful, and that reminds me of, uh, uh, again, my good friend, Dr. Donald Fiddler, who's now a retired uh, psychiatrist, but also an active uh, screenwriter. And uh, you know, one thing he would always say is education and travel are probably the two greatest gifts that anyone can give themselves. And uh, he's traveled the world. Uh, he would visit an uh, Alaskan camp every summer for 30 years. And, um, and he really you know, is, 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 is a member of the, the tribe. And it's just funny that you're, you're pointing out, yes, it's basically we have to get out of ourselves and, and, and especially in a time when you can't always uh, go anywhere you want to go or experience a new culture or lifestyle, how better than to experience through a character? who has that experience, and and I love that. We get to, again, to spin that disbelief and go into that world, whether it is a comic book, a movie, a video game, and see the world from a different slice, a different perspective, and we will be better for it.
1: I couldn't have said that any
0: better, to be honest.
2: Seriously, same here.
0: I mean, you kind of got me thinking about, like, you know, when you talked about... You know seeing the world from a perspective and then like when Brent, brendan mentioned you know miles morales it kind of got me thinking about like another favorite comic book character of mine you know being batman's son damian wayne and like how <laughs> i can relate to him in a sense the fact that he's a product of two different worlds you know mm-hmm. especially being me being biracial too you know i'm both black and white um and just how how things are different you know and then like you you, at the same time you kind of see the best of both worlds at times you know it's not mm. the worst too and it's just like you know it, it just it just really you know for me it's like i could relate to that character and it's like what he was going through you know trying to make sense of who he was and like also not you know and also just you know developing his own independent mind you know rather than the mind of one or the other mm. so I wow. mean, yeah the, like to me like that was like how i can relate to him and like i don't know i mean i don't know if you read batman and robin though around i think it was like around 2012 when he was killed off you know
2: mm-hmm. it,
0: it really hit me it was like a piece of myself died i was like dude mm. but then when he came back to life i was really happy you know <laughs> just because of how you know this is how attached to his character i was he was like he's so much i can relate to that kid you know right and also how i can relate to even how i can relate to superman too and how he grew up struggling, you know, to make sense of who he was, you know, and especially since I have, I have high functioning autism, and you know, for me, it's like growing up. It was kind of tough trying to fit in, trying to acclimate, and like Clark Kent, I just wanted to be normal, quote unquote. But then I also had to learn to embrace and love myself, and to this day, I'm still doing all that too. It's a, it's a
2: process. It,
0: but, no, you know, wow,
2: no, yeah, for a, oh yeah, it, it well, is a process. And, uh, and, and, and I love the fact that you've used, you know, your strengths and, and are overcoming our, your obstacles, just like we all have some obstacles in our life, and why not have a mentor? Uh, and that mentor can be, again, a real-life friend, a real-life uh, teacher. And why can't it also be uh, a book, author, that, and why can't it be a superhero? Because we're all tying into these universal uh, you know human characteristics, and uh, as, as you go back to even uh, um, uh, Campbell as well, right? Yeah Joseph Campbell, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I mean, I the thing I love about comic books too and stuff is uh, the cultural representation and like how Marvel can like pull different aspects. Like, <laughs> like a few years ago and stuff, I didn't even know who Kamala Khan was. But like when I played Avengers this year and stuff, and don't get me wrong, the game had flaws but it was really poetic to see like a different um, perspective and different slice of life. I saw like the Muslim culture and stuff. I saw hmm. how she was very connected to her father and I saw Miles Morales and stuff. Like it was very opening. Like I come from a multicultural family, but I really didn't experience these things just like, okay, yeah, my family's Puerto Rican. I speak Spanish. You know, hmm. I have cousins that are black and stuff, but like seeing it through a different lens, that was that was like what I always dreamed for, just like seeing what the world really strives for, like to think that in the MCU we're gonna have a character in Mark Spector, who has DID, dissociative identity disorder. Hmm. And oh wow! wow. I, I didn't know.
2: I haven't heard about this. Yeah, Moon Knight. Okay, okay, right, right. I you know I I've never read Moon Knight, but I know of, of the character, and I know that it's you know he it's based off of some. Uh, you know, psychiatric, uh, psychological conditions. So it's DID, dissociative identity, or, or form of you know, I known start reading it <laughs> of uh, per, uh, multiple personality, right? Yes, DID. And, and, and that is other fun thing about comic books and um, and writing. That's uh, something that I'm I'm uh, looking to to uh, write a comic book as well that might deal with some real life, you know, epidemics that, that we're all dealing with. And the fact that you can dive into the psyche and, um, and, 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 and share a part of life through a story. It's, 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 it's just fun uh, creating, uh, creating a universe and, 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 and I guess I'm learning right now uh, it's going to, if it's, it's going to resonate if it's real, and if it if it uh, it if other people can uh, share in that experience, it, it's going to be something that people are going to want to uh, to uh, to participate with. Yeah, that's totally that's totally
0: awesome. And you know, I look at um I look at the documentary and the fact that you know you decide to start giving away your collection i mean i wonder what the process for that was i mean what was the first comic that you actually
2: you know you felt like you had to let go but didn't want to (laughs) right so in there um in the film i'm i had uh i just started going through through some boxes and just pulling out ones i i uh checked in with rabbi and i i knew that there were some kids in his uh community that that uh had favorite characters so i just started pulling i know one of them liked iron man so okay every iron man i came across started pulling uh, another like spider-man so pulling spider-man there was a uh a teenage girl that loved batman and the batman fan uh, family and she loved um um bird, b- birds of prey and so i pulled i started pulling out all those um so so i i remember that pretty clearly and then and then for the the giveaway uh to the uh, children at the community center i just started i was just kind of focusing mostly on the superheroes so i was trying to stick with you know things that they were like maybe some x books um you know spider-man uh uh wonder woman some justice leagues and i started putting them all together Um, all in all uh, i was able to pull out about a thousand books uh i only had a week that was in between uh uh a a work assignment so i gave what i could and 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 i to this day it's still i i I haven't really added to the collection but it's just been sitting there and trying to figure out what is the next step (laughs) wow that's awesome
0: that that is awesome i mean honestly i don't know if i
2: if i could give away my collection like that like you you know that that's a pretty noble act man oh thanks yeah i did and like I said, I mean, uh, it was that, that dark, morbid realization, you know, we, we can only go so far in this physical life with our, our things. And, and, and part of growth, part of growth is 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 shedding, shedding what, what, what you don't need anymore. And um, and, and now I got to admit, I'll, I'll probably always own some comics and, and probably keep some of my favorite issues. Absolutely. And because and, they, they do bring me joy. And I love the art and I love the stories that go with certain story arcs and in that first comic i ever bought you know but um but for me collecting was a very individual act it was something i did and i had my comic room and you know in uh, junior high and high school on the weekends when i couldn't drive i'd be in the comic book room and you know bagging and boarding and organizing right and listening to music and just having fun there but with the giveaway i'm actually we're having these conversations like I am now with and connecting with people i I never met and giving them my, my books. And, uh, it, it was a joyful process and, and it brought me more joy, um, than I, than I expected and share cause we're then it's like that universe is expanding. Right. And I'm like, Whoa, there's more people out there like me. It's a multiverse. And, yeah. Yeah. The multiverse was, uh, <laughs> uh unfolding. <laughs> uh,
0: But that's one of the amazing things about comic books too, I feel, is just that, you know, whether you're giving them away or you're collecting them, I feel that it creates some sense, some sort of community, I think, you know? Mm. Um, When I started really, you know, embracing that part of myself, that my inner comic book nerd, like, like, you know, in social media, I just see people who are just into comics, There, you know, you have a lot of, you know, Twitter handles like, let's talk Harley Quinn, or let's talk, you know, Spider-Man, you know, just like this whole vast community of people who just share like their things about their favorite comic book character or moments. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, I just think that it creates this, you know, connection between people. I, I think that's another powerful thing about comics. And like the fact that even though you're giving away your most of your, con, you know, collection, I mean, I think that in a way you're still forming some kind of community. Community, you know, blah, I can't talk today. Community. <laughs> uh, no,
2: absolutely. It, it, it's funny you say that. Um... And, and just like with communities in your life, they change, you know, you're in your high school community. And then I, I ended yes. up going to college and I was in my college community with, with all of that world. And then I went to medical school and resident. So, so each phase of your life, you have these different communities. Um, and you're absolutely right. It's, I mean, that was my community growing up junior high, high school. I mean, Saturday was comic day and I was working there and just, it, it was your little escape of you're going into this world of, of like-minded people that that share this interest, and, and but then it kind of went on pause because then I I did my higher education and and yeah of course he, he, I, I love going to comic book cons every you know oh yeah uh, every um, you know once or twice a year and I if I'm traveling somewhere I'll stop in a comic book shop just to you know check it out and see you know what's different or uh, what they might have, but but that wasn't a major community of mine recently. But yeah, and and just in the last six months, because of the Kickstarter, I started researching a little bit more online. Um, you know, I started discovering all these Facebook groups, and I haven't you know i I'm not a big on Twitter, I'm very little on instagram, but but just the fact that those conversations that used to take place in brick and mortar accommodation, which still are, there are even more of them happening out <laughs> out there on your cell phone, which uh, Uh, I I just recently discovered, so (laughs) it just keeps on going.
1: But do you feel like that credibility and stuff, and the influence of comics now, and how? I mean, we have cinematic universes for and stuff. It's definitely a paradigm shift in like identity and like um, unity now, like communities. Like I remember growing up and stuff, and I used to read like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and people would be like, "Oh, comic books are for nerds." But now, <laughs> like, you go on Facebook, you see, like, "Oh my God, did you see? Uh, did you see Wandavision?" Just like
2: <laughs> random
1: people and like, yeah. like Disney, Disney Plus. Is now like a, a window, like an extension mm-hmm. for a new generation.
2: I I see that. I mean, I mean, think again. I grew up in the nineteen nineties. I mean, you know, I I graduated high school in ninety seven. So thank goodness we had in eighty eight. You know, the Batman franchise with Michael Keaton and and that 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 got a little push. That was like the very beginning. And I remember that. You know, was when. It was okay, okay for an adult to come in and, and buy comic books. And then, but it was still, you know, I, I, I collect comic books, and yes, it was kind of nerdy, kind of dorky. It, it was something private. I didn't just go around sharing everyone, you know, my, my, you know, showing right. everyone <laughs> my comic books, right? Hey, look what I, I got, yeah, I got, you know, uh, autographs, you know, Spider Man number one or something. But, um, yeah. but then it happened. The technology took effect. The movies could be done, you could do superhero. Movies that look like superhero movies and not like, you know, b- bad, produ- bad production, bad production. And it just caught on. And, and, and I, think, but I think that's what it is. We were just early. Hey, we, we, we were the early adopters. <laughs> the stories were there. And it's just because it, it just got a wider audience. It just got a wider audience. And, and it just resonates because people who aren't, quote unquote, in that universe, they seem to like, well, holy crap, that is cool. That's awesome. Right? And uh, and the thing is, is there's so many characters, there's so many genres, uh, and there be just like there's so many different personal tastes that different people, different characters, different stories can resonate with different uh, different people. And 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 honestly, uh, and part of this is maybe is the technology, but I I can't even keep up with all the characters and all the storylines and. Flash, po- I'm, you know, because I'm not, I'm not an active reader. I mean, I see these things on like those metal, D- DC metal and Flashpoint. And of course the Green Lantern saga. And then, you know, the the symbiotes and carnage. Uh, I, I can't even yeah. keep the, the the main uh, uh, Marvel DC, let alone all the indie stuff that's going on, but it's great. It, it's just like streaming today. Now I, I for, for less than 30 bucks a month, I got, I can stream the library library uh, of um, unlimited TV and movies, and I can pick the best of the best. Where 20, 30 years ago, I'd have to pay $4.99 to go rent the new release from Blockbuster. Yeah. Uh,
0: Blockbuster, man, the memories. <laughs> I think there's, there's like one that's still
2: open right now, but then <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's a rarity to see a Blockbuster. <laughs> that it is. But, but I mean, it's, you know, technology technology changes and and like I said now that there's there's different ways to consume. Now, now we have uh, you know hey the Gutenberg high press started what 500 years ago and now we can get ebooks anywhere anytime instantly. It, that's it, exactly. We live in an amazing time. And and that's the thing. I mean this is a scary time <laughs> that we're all living through, but it's also it is also a time that we the technology is allowing us to connect in ways that we would have never been able to survive this pandemic. And, and again, we can consume things um, and enrich our lives more. And, and information is, uh, is, is at the touch of our fingertips. It, it's really amazing. And, um, and that's one, that's one reason why uh, I, I decided to, to, to film the, the giveaway and, 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 and I wanted to share, The community, I wanted to, I I wanted to tap in to that community and and, and in a tangible way.
1: That's awesome. I I agree with Brian. I think that's awesome, Paul, that you have the ability to do that and stuff. But also, too, the thing I love about comics is just how there's so much social commentary going on them and stuff. Like, 10 years ago, when you were watching, like, Batman Begins, like, as a kid, Mm -hmm. for me, I wouldn't like have absorbed up anything, but now like watching them again and, and just like seeing how the Joker with his soliloquy and stuff sitting across in Batman, like you watch, they're going to turn on you. These people are rabid dogs. Like I see it on display with humanity or like one mm. mm. division is commentary on like emotional trauma disguised as the horrific illusion mm. that the mind puts up in front. Like, it's so good to see and stuff that like, okay, yeah, these are comic books and these come off as kiddish, but they really retain a lot of mature themes.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I I would agree. And and I think that any good story is going to have have an element of that. And so many comics do.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it, it goes back to like how, you know, with Walking Dead, like <laughs> crazy enough, I mean, such, you know, like brutal, hor- horrific comic that just <laughs> taught me about like, That taught me you know pretty much about how this world operates like if something Hmm. goes down like people are likely just to like especially if they don't have it together
1: Mm -hmm. people are
0: likely just to go off and you know you saw what happened at the capitol i mean Mm. not to get political obviously Mm -hmm. but that is a reminder of just how you know how crazy people can just go in an instant and especially if they don't get what they want you know and it's just like you know people running around like you know, hurting others and just causing all sorts of chaos. I mean, just the the chaos that emanates from people, from their emotions and all that. And and like that's when I, you know, I, I I even talked to this one person too, and she was saying that you know, you know, she was she was you know basically she posted stuff about like how you know, you know, this, this other stuff was happening um, when in fact I was like, well. And this is when my journalism instincts kind of kicked in. I'm like, well, where are the facts? And then I got mm. no response. I'm like, okay. Mm. You know what I mean? But that that right there is an you know, it's like an example. You know, it's just uh, you know, just how just how, you know, chaos. you know, how you know chaos can be emanated from emotion. And, you know, with Walking Dead, you see it with um Rick's group and you see it with the Saviors and how you know they were going at it the wrong way when they were, you know, they decided to fight each other. But then ultimately, I think Rick realized, at least in the comic, you know, in the show too, though. But you know, in in both the comic and the show, he realized that wait a minute, we've been going about this the wrong way. Maybe hmm. we, you know, there's another way we can actually coexist. Hmm. I mean, we may not have to like each other though, but we do have to work together if we want to make this work. If yeah. We want to like make humanity, you know, strong again. So I mean, that's right. where I kind of. That's why I've kind of re- you know saw it with everything that's going on. It's like you know maybe we need a little bit of that, you know, to the point where it's just like, you know, maybe we got to put like politics aside, you know, and just you know realize that hey, this is our home, you know, this is our country, you know, like
2: you know. I mean, I I, well, know. E- no, even more. I, I think you're right. Is, is that we are we are one people on one earth, and it goes. We have to coexist. we we are on this planet that has infinite uh, or finite resources and we do yeah. live together and, and, and but but you're, you're absolutely right it's our most important uh, the, the number one priority for life is self-preservation and safety and and that's our physical health we have to have access to water and nutrients and, and you know hopefully it's whole foods um, and then it's second is safety Second is physical safety. And then there's a lot of, there is a lot of fear out there. And just like in comic books, uh, there, there is good and there is evil. Absolutely. And, uh, but, but as we connect, the more we connect, the more we educate, the more we see each other from each other's perspective, the more we grow, the more we embrace each other. And hopefully over time, I mean, well, I, I, know, I know there's a lot of dis, distress, that we see in the media, but there's this great, he's actually a physician, um, uh, medically trained, his name is uh, Peter Diamandis, and he wrote two books, one is bold and one is abundance. And he said basically though, even though we're seeing a lot of turmoil out there, this is the safest time in in mankind's history, it's the safest time to be living, there is less poverty now than at any point in life. There's less world hunger. So even though we are seeing it and it is there, I think that we as a species, we are growing, but, but we need to do even better. And, and hopefully through these stories, again, we can continue to save our environment and save each other. And, and, and you're right, it's, it's, by, it's by being united, right? And yeah, absolutely. And that's interesting
0: how he, you know you brought you know um, brought that up too because you know the poor you know the poor are going to always be among us you know I mean just like the rich are going to be among us you know I mean it's like what my sister always told me you know and that sentiment's true because like you know there's always going to be a certain dichotomy if that's the right word for it of things you know mm. good bad rich poor you know black and white you know
2: well, yeah well you're getting into my so I love I've always been a fan. And studied Eastern philosophy, and it's the yin and the yang, and the yin and, and the yang, yin, yeah. And in the physical form, there are there's white and black, there's on and off. It's digital. Well, we're physical, but but physical is digital. It's 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 mass, and, and it's there. Um, but 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 this, but but when we transcend when we transcend this life, we are all one, and that and that dichotomy. Uh, it, it, i have heard it another way. It's it's an illusion. It's an illusion in in physical in the physical world that there is separation. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense.
0: <laughs> I mean, it kinda might see the matrix a little bit. Mm-hmm. hmm And uh also WandaVision kinda of goes into that too. I mean you know, I mean if I'm not, you know yeah, I think WandaVision does go a little bit of that too, like how, you know, just you know, this whole, you know, one and another then it's just a complete illusion you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: same with the matrix and it's just like oh you know because the matrix is also based a little bit on eastern philosophy too in
2: a sense mm-hmm. yes yeah it's 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 one of my favorite uh films and uh and I, I love the again it's again it's that it's that deep rich story that i think uh Um, I mean, it resonates even just biologically. I mean, even biologically, theoretically, it's true because we, when we look at our hands, we see a hand, but all the information is coming from my senses that is integrating in my brain. So even though it looks real, my brain is putting together all these different inputs. And and so, so, as (laughs) You know, uh, I was actually in medical school when, you know, right after The Matrix, or I guess The Matrix came out when I was in college, and then I watched it a lot on DVD uh, in med school, and I just loved, uh, you know, kind of looking at the the parallels.
1: It's actually interesting you bring that up and stuff, because as someone, I, I haven't, I've watched a couple of them, like when I was a kid. And, like, I didn't really understand them. But now as an adult, I think I'm going to go back and do a rewatch. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. Like, and, and, like, when I was watching WandaVision and stuff, I don't know if you saw it yet, Paul, so I don't want to die. I have not. Spoilers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I wrote a non-spoiler review about it on our page. But um, just the thing about it and stuff is, like, everyone is, like, I talked to, they're like, oh, Marvel's going to plateau. They're going to run out of steam. But when yeah. you watch it, though, it's, it's, it hmm. just feels organic It feels hmm. unique and it's like paying homage To the certain time periods And the, the love letter to the the Certain hmm. sitcoms but at the hmm. same Time though you're like something's gonna go wrong And when you watch it You're like oh my god They're going into the concept of human Identity right now hmm. and what truly Makes us us and how we tick hmm. And wow. Ryan you can, you can Agree with that can't you
2: Absolutely yes Okay, I got it. I I know it was recently released and I just saw the uh the the image for it, so I I'm, I'm going to have to start watching it.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah. I totally agree with Brandon on the whole WandaVision thing. I mean, yeah, that's that, that you know, to me, it, it feels almost like, you know, to throw another analogy out there. I me, it almost feels like um it was like Marvel's final fantasy basically, you know. Yeah
2: and how that game
0: was set up you know see basically the story about final fantasy was that nintendo was like you know i don't know if they were in trouble or you know people were kind of scratching their heads about it i mean i do know that part they were scratching their heads about like okay is this game gonna be any good and then sure enough you know it started it was it was a good game you know i mean Mm -hmm. it it went on from final fantasy 1 all the way to final fantasy i think there's like. 15 or 16, I think it is. I, I yeah. lost track. They're, they're, but the game became so 16. popular. huh? They're going
1: on 16.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that game became so popular. Like, you know, so many titles. And that's why they called it Final Fantasy, because it was like, well, this is our last hurrah, you know? <laughs>
2: <Exactly right. laughs> oh, wow. that I didn't even think about that. That's They put it in the title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and then now, you know, I just uh, th- look, though, and... Looking at this other uh, blossoming uh, world, this online gaming, which I think would be an interesting thing to continue to watch. And I, I you know, I, I personally don't game, but um, I mean, I had an Atari when I was a kid. I had a Nintendo. I had a Sega. I had a, a PlayStation Two. But um, but now I'm seeing my uh, my nieces and nephews obsessed with Fortnite. <laughs> oh man my,
0: my sister you know my my oldest sister um my one of my nephews loves that game and there was a time where we were talking on the phone funny story and he was just like asking her for five bucks one time and she was like well why do you want five bucks um honey and and then he was like a skin
1: <laughs> and,
0: and she, he's like what skin he's like, for Fortnite." And she's like oh god <laughs> and she's just like brian i was like what she's like he wants me to play that game, Fortnite. And I was just cracking up. I was like, Fortnite, because at the time I didn't know what it was. And she was like, Have you played that game? You probably heard of it. I was like, Uh uh-uh. uh. She's like, It's where they shoot people. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, You know, just, she was like, No, no. Uh, it, it's funny how the, you know, it's just funny how kids are even, you know, picking up on it and, you know with all with the games and all that though but yeah you know going back to WandaVision you know I mean it just I feel like it's kind of like that because people were kind of like thinking that oh it's just gonna you know it's just like Brandon said like it's just a sign of marble flopping you know I mean I kind of agreed with you know it's like okay maybe this is our time to simmer down maybe it's just but you know when I looked at it I was like oh crap I mean they're actually Mm -hmm. keeping the momentum in it but in a Mm -hmm. whole different way like it's Mm -hmm. almost like they were you know wanting us to like kind of scratch our heads so hmm. they kind of played with that, and it worked. Mm. You know?
2: Interesting, interesting.
0: In my, you know, throwing the, you know, the Avengers references, like, you know, I mean, you know, there's, there's, you know, when you watch the, you know, when you watch the show, you'll, you'll see some stuff, you know, like, oh, okay, you know, mm-hmm. right, I see. But yeah. <laughs>
1: just another reason why i love marvel and why i love comic books in general <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's it's just so beautiful to just see our favorite characters come to life and take on the the same issues we're taking
2: on mm-hmm. and like and and, and and you probably even if you don't uh, you're not a diehard fan or you don't know the characters that well we're outside of the, the movie cinematic universe it's they're still just great fun stories and agreed and so fans can love them and novices alike.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's never too late to like comics. You know what I mean? Whether it's <laughs> DC, Marvel, Image, Mad Cave, you know, Dynamite, whatever. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, you know, there, there's, not, you know, even liking the shows. Like, you know, personally for me, it's like, if you like the show's cool. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that, you know? I mean, cause like the power about the, you know, the powerful thing about comics in my opinion is just that their ability to relate to others. And I think that's what, you know, I mean, I don't know if they realized at the time when, you know, Will Eisner, you know, mm-hmm. Stan Lee, Joe Kubert, all the greats, um, create these characters. Like they didn't realize that how they were going to play a role in, you know, basically relating to other people. Mm. And, you know, another example of that too, I feel it's just that I, recently interviewed david pep for um his comic scout's honor and i also interviewed him you know several episodes ago about his other comic um the oz um, which is like a alternate interesting take on the wizard of oz and he talked Mm. about like how some of his characters are motivated you know are basically influenced by trauma Mm. you know so it's like yeah you know i mean I recommend you read scouts honor and the oz by the way really powerful comics and you know just amazing work that david petpost does but wow you know it's just yeah like you know the the fact that um that's how powerful comic books are it's just you know the relation to people and like you know and like i said previously too, just creating this community of like-minded people and even people who are not like-minded you know what i mean there's there's you know, I I guarantee you, like anyone who picks up a comic book and starts reading it, like I'm pretty sure that they'll find some something about the comic to relate to. I mean, that's just how powerful it is. I mean, I think it's even a little more powerful than a novel. You know, to to, to a degree. Hmm. Hmm. And I like novels.
2: <laughs> no, absolutely, novels are great. But but there's something that again, it 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 can be something you see. It's something visceral. It's something you can point to, and. Look at too. So again, you're just getting another. You're going to get another dimension, and you can feel it and you smell that paper. <laughs> oh, I love the smell of new comic book. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: So um, pretty. So um, your um campaign of the comic book collectors on Kickstarter. Um, you're doing a film and also you're um, doing a comic book as well. I'm looking at this the page right now this looks really awesome and it looks like right now you're at um so far it's at $585 up to $2,000 goal so I mean it's getting there
2: yeah yeah thank you I think yeah right now I think we are around day uh was it 17 uh approximately and uh 29 percent to go or we, we I have 29 percent more to go um I uh so I have the uh The comic book adaptation uh that also includes uh some sketches uh the characters and some behind the scenes and some pictures from the the documentary and then uh, i got a a sketch cover and uh i'm gonna print up some uh, posters and you can also get the uh digital download of the 30 minute documentary so uh it's just a fun project it's something that is it's for me it's a it's a passion project and uh i'm just you know tickled with it I, I i love that that it's something that that uh uh i was able to complete and now i can share with other fellow comic book and uh film lovers that just appreciate a a, a warm story that that's about something that that a lot of us uh, uh is near and dear to our hearts and um so i i really appreciate you uh finding it looking at it watching it and uh and giving me a call i've I've really appreciated this and i've enjoyed speaking with you both and learning a little bit more about your all's lives and backgrounds and worlds and uh and sharing this awesome genre that that we all can love and and come together about and and enjoy and because again at the end of the day i want to feel good so that i can do the things i enjoy and that's Playing and and reading and watching and talking about these characters that we we love so much because i guess well at the end of the day they represent a little bit about us too right totally absolutely oh
0: yeah so that's going to pretty much wrap it up for um this segment for the earth 16 daily planet um podcast and let's see so um
2: where can we find you um doctor um where can you find you paul Sure, sure. So, um, right now uh, is the Kickstarter. Uh, it's um, at kickstarter.com and it's called The Comic Book Collector um, and it's a comic book and film uh, adaptation. I have a website, Paul Rashid P A U L R A S H I D M D P A U L R A S H I D M com, where you can learn more about mental health and social recovery about my book recovery revolution drug-free way to help people overcome uh mental health issues and psychological issues you can see I have a little tab about the, the comic book collector um and uh and then uh that, yeah that's probably it for right now and 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 uh i'm hoping to to like say write a a comic book in the in the next year so maybe uh we'll have another project one day to to come and talk about <laughs>
0: that will be awesome, man. I look, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And,
2: yeah,
0: and you can definitely follow um the Earth Sixteen Comics Wire podcast at Earth Sixteen Podcasts. You can definitely follow us on the Daily Planet um at Daily Planet DC, and you can also visit our website um, where we write these write amazing articles on a Daily Planet um, DC and you can also follow me on Twitter at Brian's um at Brian of Earth Sixteen. And, Brandon, where can we follow you?
1: Uh, you can follow me at Bren versus Reviews on Twitter. You can also find my page on Daily Planet DC. And um, I'm also on Facebook and under my personal name. But I do have a bigger poll on Twitter. So you can find me on Twitter.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much um, for coming on our show, um, Dr. Rasheed.
2: Uh, thank you guys so much. It's been awesome. My Absolutely. pleasure, man.
0: And thank you all for listening to this um, podcast. Um, Thank you so much all for listening. And as I always say, stay ever so awesome. This is um, the Earth 16 Comics Wire podcast of the Daily Planet signing out. See you guys.